The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Very good morning to you, Pat. Now, normally you'd be giving us August advice based on blazing sunshine outside, wouldn't you? But uh, we can't rely on any of that at the moment. We cannot know. But having said that, Pat, we're seeing gardens are after the recent rains. We're seeing lots of new growth. And in particularly in the fruiting garden, it's been a terrific year for apples in particular, blackcurrants, gooseberries, raspberries, strawberries. They're all fruiting really, really well this year because there's an abundance of moisture. But it's at this time of year that we turn our attention to doing a little bit of pruning, particularly on our apple trees. Now, we generally associate pruning with winter time, but at this time in early August, mid-August, it's the time to prune back the growth that apple trees have made over the last number of months. So we're shortening back the branches by about two thirds. That helps light get into the developing fruit. It also helps to reduce the overall vigour in apple trees, so you end up with a more compact plant, easier to manage. But also it helps to stimulate flower buds for next spring. So a little bit of pruning back because the tree effectively you're pruning away some of the leaves. The the trees trigger themselves from producing vegetative growth into flower buds. So it's a really good, uh, a really good time to prune back that long extension growth. It's also the time of year, Pat, to feed apple trees, particularly with potassium. So get a little box of sulfative potash in your local garden centre, apply that around the base of your fruiting trees. And that, again, helps to stimulate this production of flower buds, which, of course, if you get lots of flower buds next year, you're going to get lots of fruit. And the other tip is to harvest early fruiting apples. So varieties like Katie Discovery, James Grieve, Cox's Orange Pippin, they're actually developing, they're forming fully formed at this stage. So it's time to start picking those early fruits. Don't let the wasps get them or the birds. And a key tip, when you want to know when an apple is ready, is simply clasp it in your hand, give it a twist. And if it comes away in your hand, it's time to harvest your apple. Yeah. So keep an eye out for the early, early developing yeah. fruits. I saw a, a squirrel picking an apple off a tree in my garden um, the other day <laughs> and off he went with it. <laughs> I, think, I think the squirrel is telling you something, Pat. You need to nip out and start taking those right. early picking fruits them. because... Yeah. Now, um, some of the questions coming in from Seamus. With all this rain, my rhododendron and a fabulous strawberry tree might have fungal infection. I cut back a 10-year-old strawberry tree uh, severely, uh, so I don't have a definite resolution as yet. Is there some treatment for the spores on the ground? Can I put something on the ground to kill the fungal spores? It's it's not really necessary, Pat. I mean, this is our beautiful, you need our, our native Irish strawberry tree, which is an absolutely beautiful tree. I often uh, tell listeners to go into the botanic gardens and, and admire them. They're absolutely beautiful. Uh, they do get a, a, a leaf spot. It's a fungal disease, as the listener says. But generally on mature trees, if you're feeding them and looking after them, a, an odd bit of fungal disease won't damage the plant irreparably. And if there are fallen leaves, you simply gather them up, put them into into a, a black bin and give them out to the refuse uh, bin men. So there's no need to spray, particularly on developing and mature plants. If they're younger plants, if they're only planted a couple of years, then you can use something uh, like fungus clear, which is a, a fungal a fungicide which you simply mix some water and apply onto the foliage and that'll help to arrest it. But on mature trees, it's not necessary. Uh, and, and we're seeing, I said this last week, we're seeing quite a bit of fungal diseases on plants simply because we've had six weeks of continuous yeah. rain, lots of blight around, lots of white mildew, downy mildew, botrytis. 
it's part of this, this particular season. And really my advice is most plants are well able to compete with a little bit of fungal damage. When is the best time to plant snowdrop bulbs? What depth and would you bunch them together or plant them separately? That's from Martin and Meath. Martin, a great question. And we're actually coming in. This is the lovely thing about, about gardening, Pat. We're always always thinking of, of, you know, a couple of months ahead. So snowdrops come into flower in January, February sort of period. You'll actually be planting them as we come into the end of August, early September. So we're actually coming into that time of year for thinking about winter and spring colour from bulbs. And snowdrops should always be planted in groups, clusters of five, seven, maybe 12 bulbs, uh, slightly spaced together, but in a cluster. And you always plant bulbs twice their own depth. Now, snowdrops are literally only half an inch in diameter, so you're planting them about an inch or maybe an inch and a quarter in depth. So a light, uh, a small hole, space the plants maybe half an inch apart in little clusters and cover them up with soil, and you forget about them until next January, and hey presto, they come back into flower. The other tip with snowdrops is if you've got established plants Next spring or early summer, if you take them up in the green, so while the green foliage is still are still on them after flowering, you can divide them and separate them and transplant them other areas as well. So that's a good way to propagate okay. your snowdrops. I have a 21-year-old mini apple tree. Up to three years ago, it was an excellent fruiter, but now it has scorched leaves and lumpy small fruit, some of which also rot on the branch. Is this due to aphids? Should I spray it? Or is the tree done for? That's Julie in Dublin 16. No, Julie, I would, I would, uh, so aphids can attack apple trees, but generally, again, they're well able to contend with a little bit of green fly damage. It generally doesn't arrest uh, the, the trees back. It sounds to me more like it, the, it, the tree may have some apple scab, which is a, a fungal disease. It's browning of the leaves and they look a bit tatty. Um, and again, that's very, very common this year. My advice really at this stage is to do the pruning that I, I mentioned, prune back the, the growth the, the growth it met this year by two thirds. Feed with a potassium feed because potassium also helps to fight against diseases and pests. And next spring, give your plants, give your apple trees a good feed of a, a general purpose fertiliser like Osmo in April and again in May. And that should encourage lots of new growth. Another apple question. We have a 40 foot apple tree wow. growing absolutely <laughs> crazy. It's huge. It was in the property when we bought it. How ba- far back can we cut it? That's from Brian. Okay, and look at Pat, this often happens with apple trees. So first of all, if you're if you're planting new apple trees, go for varieties that are on dwarfing rootstocks, which naturally keeps them small anyway. Varieties like the Coronet, I always recommend because they're terrific. They stay quite small in stature. Where you've got a 40-foot tree, you need to do some winter pruning. So leave it alone until it goes out of leaf in November. At that stage, you can prune the tree quite severely back. I mean, you can take it back 10 or 15 feet um, maybe get some advice from a tree surgeon if it's a quite a large tree. But apple trees respond to heavy pruning in winter quite well. So you can reduce the overall height, open up the structure of the tree. That will encourage lots of new growth next year. And like I mentioned, if you prune it then in the summer at this time of year, you'll help to keep the overall tree to a manageable size. That The physical summer pruning helps to reduce the overall height and vigour of apple trees. I've been deadheading my geranium, Roseanne, but I'm having difficulty distinguishing between new emerging blooms and flowers which have gone over. Does Sporic have any tips? I have, and the listener mightn't like to hear this, but actually geranium Roseanne, Pat, is a sterile variety of geranium, which means it never produces seed, so you never have to deadhead it. Okay, <laughs> so it's actually a variety. It's a beautiful variety, and the fact that it's sterile means it doesn't produce seeds, so it continues to flower from 
May right through until November. I have them in the garden at the moment and I never touch them at this time of year. So with the variety Rosanne, it's highly recommended. It's a super beautiful navy blue colour and literally flowers for months, but there's no deadheading needed. So just leave it alone. At the end of the summer into early winter as it goes out of flower, cut it quite hard back. It's actually a plant you can divide as well and make several plants from, but it needs no deadheading. Uh, a final one. My camellia has grown really large. Top leaves are getting yellow. Uh, can I cut it back without damaging it? That's from Judith. Well, Judith, remember that camellias start to produce, they initiate the flower buds for next year as we go into August and September. So I would leave any pruning. I wouldn't do any pruning at the moment. Just leave it alone for this year. As it comes into flower next spring, enjoy the colour. But as it goes out of flower in late April, early May, as soon as the flowers are going over, give it a good pruning back at that stage, feed it well, and on the growth it makes during the summer, it will flower the following spring. Mm. Just throw this one at you. You might answer it next week. Uh, How should I prune a fig tree? I've had the first crop of figs and the tree is covered in fruit maturing for the second crop. P.S. I live in Hungary. (laughs) Oh, well, figs grow brilliantly in Ireland. Do you want me to answer it now, Pat? Well, if you have a quick answer. Well, fig trees, the the interesting thing, Pat, is that it has matured fruit and fruiting embryos on the same tree at the same time of of year. So the listener is seeing that the actual little baby fruits are the fruits for next season. So my advice really with fig is just to prune back any kind of large extensive growth, a little bit like the apple tree, and that can be done now. So prune back to where you see the fruit, give it a feed and it'll be perfectly fine. But figs grow brilliantly here in Ireland as well. All right, look, thank you very much, Porik, uh, for uh, joining us. And that's all we've time for, except to mention that James Cockland from Galway is the winner of our trip to Aviva Stadium. Uh, he answered correctly, Brian O'Driscoll. Our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.